You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we will be discussing our favorite K-pop group, BTS! Yay! And their new comeback album, Map of the Soul Persona, which was released on Friday, April 12th. Uh, but before we get into that, Chelsea, what have you been up to? Well, I finished that uh, K-drama that I had started last week, uh, Romance is a Bonus Book. And when you're done with uh, My ID is Gundam Beauty, you need to watch it because it's so good. <laughs> okay. It's so good. It's just so good. Like, oh, I- I'm really sad it's over because I could watch like so many, so many episodes of that. Uh, it's only like 16 episodes. It's great. Um, and then also last night I had a little movie night with Aoife and we watched The Perfect Date, which is the new Netflix movie with Noah, how do you say his name? Centineo. Centineo. Noah Centineo. And, uh, it was cute. It was cute. It wasn't like as good as To All the Boys I Love Before, but it was cute. Aww. It was like something that tied, tied you over until that. You know what I mean? Cute. Yeah. It was fun. Um, And basically the rest of my week has just been like obsessing about BTS and this comeback. And like it just my entire like head has just been swimming in BTS. So honestly, like that's it. Like (laughs) I've just been working a lot as well. But uh, what have you been up to, Katie? Uh, Well, I have been actively participating in the Podcasters Assemble Probably uh, podcast that's going on that Troidal Power is has undertaken. And it's this (laughs) I talked about it last week. Uh, I submitted audio for Captain America, the first Avenger. And then I also gave audio for Captain America, the Winter Soldier, because I'm obviously obsessed with Captain I was, America. I was going to say, you love the Cap. <laughs> I, he's my favorite. The only yeah. other person, the only other one who's like my super ultimate favorite is Hawkeye. So, um, but it was, it was really good. So like I rushed home to make sure I got my audio in before the deadline and I'm sitting here, like, I wrote, like, a novel for all the questions, and and Troy was listening to it the next day, and he go, he was, like, listening to it in the morning, and he messaged me. He goes, everything you're saying about Stephen Bucky right now is making me cry. Thanks for that. He goes, oh, and now you're talking about Steve and Peggy? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really, I had a lot of things to say about both of them especially because winter soldier is where peggy and steve were finally reunited in modern time i had some feelings yes <laughs> that needed to do. be expressed <laughs> <laughs> i was watching clips to help prepare myself as i was writing out my responses and i started crying i was like this is too much i can't <laughs> handle this so i apologize to anybody that's listening to that podcast actively that gets all upset because of the things i had to say yes um, let's see, I, uh, some of our desks got moved around at work. 
I didn't actually move, but I went from a sitting desk to a standing desk. <laughs> so now I have the option to sit or stand at my desk. Oh, okay. I was like, you have to stand at work? Like, you have to? No, no I can I can sit. I have a tall chair now to sit at. So mm. I sit. But I still have yet to master how to gracefully get in my chair without looking stupid. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. It's, it's taking some time. Put a, put a little stool next to it. Well, I have, like, I can stand um, the bar at the bottom of the chair. I've moved it up, and then there's a bar under my desk so I can stand, like, put my foot on that and ah. g- gracefully crawl into my chair. Cool. Did you request this desk, or? Um, well, I've always kind of wanted to have the option to sit or stand because sometimes I get tired of sitting, uh, but my one of my bosses was getting tired of the glare from the sun light like the sunroof the sunlight yeah window thing um on her computer so she asked she was like i i would like to move and she wanted to move under the game of thrones tower yes with me and the other person who sits there because the person that was sitting at that desk no longer works for the company um but she was like they asked her if she wanted to keep her standing desk and i was like oh are are we are we moving to standing desks? And I volunteered, and my desk was the first to get changed. Oh. But it was kind of a nightmare because I had to knock all the stuff down on my desk onto the because it's just a slab of wood they picked up and moved. Yeah. But like I had to take Mister Darcy off and anything that was breakable. Yes. <laughs> and like people came over to help move my desk, and they were like, I was like, guys, please don't judge all of the crap that I have. Because, like, my 8,000 magnets that Radford's knocking off as he's trying to pick up my file cabinet, I'm just like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, I should have planned this better. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, now I have a standing desk. So I'm still trying to get used to it. And I got a haircut, so now I can stop complaining about my hair. So I'm very happy. It's like six inches shorter than it used to be. Yes. How does so. it feel? Um, like I lost a thousand pounds. Oh. <laughs> it just, my hair was very long and frustrating and heavy because I have a lot of hair. And I was just too lazy to get it cut gotcha. until I made an appointment to get it cut on my lunch break <laughs> last week. There you go. So I did that. Um, and then yesterday I spent pretty much all day watching season six of Game of Thrones. It wasn't intentional, but HBO is doing a marathon because today is the premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones. And so I just sat downstairs and did nothing and explained all the stuff to my middle sister who <laughs> has never seen Game of Thrones. So the first season she got to watch was season six. So yay for her. <laughs> Not confused at all. <laughs> Not confused at all. She's just like, what's happening? I'm like, well, this, 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 what? And I was like, yeah, yeah, welcome. (laughs) Um, And then I watched BTS on SNL. And that was the best part of that episode of SNL. And I'm very sorry for SNL. Um, But BTS was legend. They killed it. They did so good. And I'm very proud of them. And my life has also been nothing but BTS for the, oh, basically the whole week. It's been a so, good week. It's been a really good week. Yeah. It really has, especially Friday. Friday was like amazing in every possible way. Yes. 
Uh, and with that, don't forget to head over to geek2geekmedia.com to check out the latest episodes of the geek to geek podcast and Geektitude. And don't forget to subscribe to Capsule J and Troidal Power's Twitch stream so you don't miss out when they stream their favorite games, talk about stuff, and keep listening now to hear a promo for all the shows on the network. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week... Keep it geek. Hello, friends. This is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch. And we are back. So as mentioned at the top of this episode, we will be discussing the K-pop sensation BTS, their new album, Map of the Soul Persona, and the music video for a poem for the small things, Boy With Love, as well as some of our personal thoughts and emotions surrounding our love for both K-pop and, of course, a BTS. A BTS. (laughs) I mean, I love them so much. What was it my mom said today? She's like, you're talking about them like they're your children. And I was like, well, correct. <laughs> correct. Very proud of them. Love like and a- protect these boys with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> We're not that weird, guys. Don't worry. No, no. I, a lot of this is hyperbole. <laughs> like- yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't sacrifice my life for no. them. But I do love them. Yes. Endlessly. Anyways. Uh, so... We're basically just going to talk about a bunch of stuff, and we're going to try to keep this under two hours. No promises. Yeah, I know. We're, we're genuinely trying. <laughs> All right. So before we dive too deep, we should probably uh, give a little of, their, of BTS's background, since some people might not know that much about them. I was going to say not have heard of them, but I feel at this point, if you haven't heard of them, you'll you haven't listen, been listening to the podcast. <laughs> It was either the podcast, are you sleeping under a rock? Yeah, this like, week especially, yeah. They they're literally have been everywhere, so. Well, yeah. It's insane just how much BTS I've been, like, surrounded well, by. We're also, every- like, in the K-pop bubble, so for us, it's like, we're saturated with it. But, like, I was asking Eamon, I was like, have you heard any, like, BTS bits on, like, your side of the Twitter? And he said no. Interesting. So if he wasn't married to me, he said he wouldn't have uh, heard anything. But that's just Eamon. Because he's 
He's on movie Twitter. He's on like movie Twitter, like film critic twi- Twitter. That's his realm. Got it. Yeah. I was like, he must be living in some some isolated area of Twitter that has yet <laughs> to been bombarded by BDS stuff. Uh, yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's talk about their name. So the group's name, BTS, stands for the Korean expression. I am probably going to butcher this, and I'm apologizing in advance. Uh, Bangtan Sanyandan. Soyadan. Yeah, that. <laughs> it literally, the literal meaning of it is bulletproof Boy Scouts. So this is information I got from Wikipedia. So if it's wrong, I apologize in advance. Uh, But according to J-Hope, the name signifies as the group's desire to block out stereotypes, criticisms, and expectations that aim on adolescents like bullets. And then in July of 2017, BTS announced that their name would also stand for Beyond the Scene as part of their new brand identity. Uh, This extended their name to to mean growing youth BTS uh, who is going beyond the realities they are facing and going forward. So they also are called the Bangtan Boys. That's also their, like, something else that people call them. they have a lot of nicknames for sure. Yes. Uh, But BTS, that's basically what their name stands for. So uh, BTS has seven members. There's RM, he's the leader, uh, Jin, Suga, J-Hope, Jameen, V, and Jungkook. And they made their debut back on June 12th in 2013 with their lead single, No More Dream, from the debut album, Too Cool for School. And Such good times. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I was there, but just like, it's just such a fun era. (laughs) It's an interesting era for them. Yes. Um, And they, the fandom that surrounds them. So every, this is something kind of, I guess it's, Music-wise, it's not super unique to K-pop, but I feel like it's a much bigger thing in K-pop, which is to have an actual name for your fandom of, like, your fans. I would say K-pop is more direct in, like, yes, we, like, actively want to choose a name for our fans, whereas I feel like with a lot of American music, it's, like, the fans kind of come up with the name or the media comes up with the name for them. Uh Like it's sort of a weird thing where like the artist isn't necessarily actively like, Hey, I'm going to call you guys this. (laughs) Whereas in K-pop they are, they're like actively like, I think, well, like the fandom kind of comes up with it as well. Right. It's, I feel like I've seen kind of a, a mixture. So, uh, I haven't been really around for when a, fandom name gets chosen the only one that i was actually actively like watching happen was for ats when they picked yeah. the name of their phantom which is atony and it's, it's a weird name but yeah uh but for bts their fandom name is army so anytime you watch them talk about anything and they say army they're talking about their fans yes that's who they're talking about do you know what it stands for uh I did not look that up like a bad fan. <laughs> you know, you're not a bad fan. It's for adorable representative MC for the youth. Cute. So, yeah, because, yeah, their their big push is like inspiring the youth for sure. Well, I'm definitely not the youth, but they inspire me. No, so. exa- <laughs> exactly. 
Um, but yeah, their their army means everything to them. Basically. Oh yes. Which we'll definitely get into the further we go into this podcast because they care so much about them. It's almost too emotionally overwhelming to really grasp how much they care. Anyways, so since their debut, BTS has released a number of albums, EPs. They've done solo work. They've released mixtapes. They've done compilations. They've even done Japanese language versions of their songs and sometimes whole albums, I think. Um, they've embarked on world tours. They've broken streaming records with their songs and music videos. They've performed at the uh, Billboard Music Awards, which they are going to again this year on May 1st. They will be performing Boy With Love with Halsey yes. live during the show, which I'm like super excited about. And they announced yesterday during SNL. Um, they've performed on America's Got Talent. They just performed most recently on SNL. They even spoke at the UN. They presented an award at the Grammys. They've received a number of awards for their music to the point where it's their, what is it? Their their thank you speeches are so emotional. Like they're emotional. I get emotional. We're all crying. They're crying. I'm crying. The whole world is crying every time they win an award. Yes. And most recently, they've been nominated for two BBMAs, so two Billboard Music Awards, one for Top top uh, Duo or Group Artist, and then they also have been nominated for Top Social Artist of the Year, which I'm sorry to anybody else who's been nominated in those categories because <laughs> uh, BTS is going to win. <laughs> yes. Saying it now. Uh, so basically, BTS has done so much since 2013 that it would be a, we'd be here forever just talking about their accomplishments, talking about their albums that they've released, talking about their charity work, their appearances, just anything that they've done. We'd be here for days, yes, to be honest. Um, but despite all that, the road to get to where they are now, it was not easy for them. Uh, they went through quite a bit to get to where they are, to get to where they are now. And yeah. it wasn't pleasant for them. No. So B- BTS was, it's like their, their company that they are with is called Big Hit Entertainment. And they are not a part of like the big three within K-pop. In K-pop, if you're not a part of like the, the top three companies, at least back then, it was very difficult for groups or artists to become incredibly successful. So this was like, the company's first group put that was put together. Uh, and they were very, very small, had little to no money. So their budgets weren't very high and pretty much everyone just looked at them with pity. And what was troublesome too, is that they didn't necessarily consider themselves idols at the beginning, or at least they didn't necessarily like, they wanted to be like more hip hop, more rap, especially like Suga and RM. Like they definitely were leaning towards that, like harder, you know, they wanted to be in the hip hop world, but a lot of the rappers and hip hop artists that were their peers were basically saying to their face, like, no, you wear makeup, you go on stage, you're an idol. You're not, you're not one of us. So they didn't really fit at least like, for them at the beginning, they didn't feel like they fit in kind of either world. 
But then obviously as they grew, like they kind of like kind of paved their own way. Yeah. You know? So it was a very long journey and they struggled to not only get the success that they have now, but the respect from their peers. And they're even still now dealing with like issues that came up a lot back when, uh, back when they were first starting out, like people would say that they would steal concepts for them and that fan other fans from other groups hated them and went out of their way to try to like drag their name through the dirt. And like, there's still stuff about that happening even now. And so it's really hard. Like when you think about it, if you're just seeing BTS now, it's hard to believe that at one point they were here in the United States in Los Angeles on Hollywood Boulevard, begging people to come to their concert for free. This is true. Because people didn't want to come. They didn't know who they were. So they were just begging people. Like, honestly, there's times where I wish I was a fan back then. Yeah. So that I could go. And I'm, like, there are fans that have been there since day one that never walked away from them, which is incredible that they've been kind of on this journey with them the whole time. And it's been a it's been a road for sure. Yeah. For them to get here. And uh, what was it? Jin was talking when they received an award at the oh God, it's the Asian Music Awards. I think one of them they got last year, Jin in his speech was saying that there was a time when they considered breaking up, like disbanding. And like V just broke down. He was crying so hard on that stage, but he was saying like there was a point where they didn't think that it was worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. But but because the fans stuck by them, stuck by their side and kept pushing them and pushing themselves that they realized that maybe it's just something more than like they can figure it out. They can. Yeah. Keep going. And and I think I think they're really starting to like they've kind of figured their way like they're not there yet. Like they say they're not there yet, but yeah, they don't even think they deserve any of like the stuff that they have right now. Like that's the thing is like they're still incredibly humble and thankful and feel like they still have a long way to go, which is incredible. Yeah. And I mean, we'll definitely because I feel like this album series that they are coming out with right now kind of really just gets into how they're feeling because they spent all that time over the last album series really trying to express how they've tried to learn how to be themselves and not be what people expect them to be and like just be who they want to be and not have to live up to any expectations from people outside of themselves and their fans. Yes. So there's like, to me, I feel like there's something just kind of magical about BTS. They use their music as a way to express to their fans and to the world, how they feel and how, and their journey to get to where they are now. Uh, They are storytellers who have this insanely creative way of weaving a complicated story. That's both, that's breathtaking and raw and emotional. And like, once you figure out what they're trying to say. Yeah. And they, their music takes you on a journey as the group tries to figure out who they are uh, and their place in this world and how grateful they are to their army that has stuck by them every step of the way. And I mean, honestly, there's so much we could possibly say about their past albums and their songs. Um, 
But I want to talk about the new album and talk about some of our own personal thoughts and feelings. So perhaps there will be another episode another day where we go into other things about them. But (laughs) for now, we're going to jump into talking about uh, the new album, Map of the Soul, Persona. So this is going to be the first of three albums in this new series of comebacks, as far as I understand. Yes. That's what I saw on all the trailers, and I believe they confirmed that it's three albums for this series. Just like the last one, I believe. Or yeah. four. Was the last one four or three? I don't remember. Three. Okay. Because there was also that Face Yourself album, so I'm not sure if that counts. No, in fa- Face Yourself is the Japanese versions. Gotcha. See? Yes. There's just too much. Too much. <laughs> That's Okay. Okay, so this album series is mainly drawing um, its influence from Carl Jung's Map of the Soul. So this is like psychological concepts, so from concepts of psychology from Carl Jung, who's one of the considered one of the founding fathers of modern like thoughts of psychology kind of thing. Uh, so the, for the first album, I'm going to kind of like give a description of what Carl Jung says about what persona is. So he describes persona as an element of the personality which arises for reasons of adaptation or personal convenience. If you have certain masks you put on in various situations, such as a side of yourself you present at work, to your family, to your friends, to the world, uh, that is considered your persona. The persona can be seen as the public relations part of the ego, the part that allows us to interact socially in a variety of situations with relative ease. So your persona is basically a mask that you wear, that you present to other people, but it's not who you actually are. And RM kind of lays out this concept in the first song on this album, so Introduction Persona, where he's trying to answer the question, who am I? And he basically breaks down that his persona, he's having a hard time um, separating himself, like who he is. Kim Nam June, that's his like, that's his actual name. And RM is his like BTS BTS. stage name. Yeah. Uh, He's having a hard time separating himself. So he is trying to discover who he is, Kim Nam June, from his persona, which is RM. So in that song, he really kind of digs deep in trying to figure out, like, who am I? Am I just RM or am I Kim Nam Joon? Am I both? And where does the separation kind of lie? Yeah. Which is incredibly deep and, like, a great thing to reflect on. Yeah. It's... Uh, this is the first, so technically it was considered a teaser to the album that was released, but it was legit like a full music video it for was. this song. We were and blessed. <laughs> we were so blessed. Um, it was incredible. So I'm going to post, I'm going to make sure in the show notes that I post the link to the video. Make sure you watch it with English subtitles on YouTube. Yes. Um, and I will also post a second video about this song, there is a group of people that have this incredible ability to make videos that break down these songs and go through and really describe the meaning behind them. Uh, They did an incredible one for a song called Dank. Dank. Yes. And it just, (laughs) which is like an incredible, like, uh, rap track that just, it's like a rap diss track that uh, Suga, RM, and... Uh, J-Hope put together 
and the concept is kind of like you don't really understand what they're talking about um, unless you're it was like very heavy Korean concepts that they oh. drew from for that particular song. Yes. And unless you are familiar with those, you don't really understand like the meaning behind it. But this group of people that have this channel really like it was amazing their breakdown of dang. Yes. So I'm also going to post the one that where they went through and uh, described what persona, like introduction persona was about. Uh, just just watch it, basically. <laughs> just watch it and you'll understand just how deep these, like how insane the lyrics are and like how amazing of a writer of music <laughs> that they all can be. Definitely. Like it, it, it it's a... It's the, they're complex ideas that go into this album, the songs and like, and the lyrics, even with like specific wording and lyrics and like, especially if like, say, you know, the, the word is Korean or even in English, like they are breaking it down so that you get the full grasp of what it means, not just the literal translate translation, but rather the meaning behind them and it's oh god i love those videos so much same same but i mean this first song on this album was incredibly complex and kind of laid out a roadmap for the rest of the albums to come yes so this is just the first album i believe the next there the other two albums are supposed to be shadow and ego possibly yep. um mean, those are the two I think they are. Oh, yeah. no, no, yeah. I'm saying, like, I mean, if we go by, like, the words written on the chalkboard in the Persona music video, mm -hmm. as well as, like, the concepts from which this is based on. The map of the soul, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the possible two other albums that are coming out. Um, I don't know when. I don't know how big of a gap there will be between, like, when the albums are released. But honestly, like... I'm, I'm always ready for more. So, yes. Uh, anyways, so the rest of the out, the rest of the tracks on this album are, so the first one is introduction persona. Then it's uh, boy with love featuring Halsey, who is an American singer who I absolutely love, who Chelsea had no idea who, what, who she I, was. I was so embarrassed. I had no clue who this was at first, but it's just, I'm so bad. But like now, like I'm definitely going to dive deep on her music. I love Halsey. Um, there were lots of people who did not feel the same way, but I hope, but I think this overall it was positive. Yes. Because I think what, I think the biggest fear that people had was because they were worried about how different it would be having like her featured on the feature track for the album. And basically like Halsey's presence on the, on this song didn't force them to change anything. What she did was adapt how she approached the song to help fit in with the way that the concept of the song would be. So she sang in Korean. She doesn't yep. speak Korean. She learned complex choreography to be able to dance in the music video with them, which RM actually, I believe like him and Jimin and some of the other ones uh, talked about during their XM satellite radio interview that they did a couple days, like yesterday or the day before uh, talking about how she like went hardcore, making sure that she learned that choreography and she, she was like, is it good? Did, did I do okay? And they're like, what, you're amazing. 
Yeah, she prepared everything like beforehand. Like she came on set, like had practicing on her own. And like she like people were people are worried because like they're worried that because now BTS is becoming big in the Western, you know, part of the world that they're worried that they're going to change and try to maybe cater to that part. But really, they're not like Halsey, if anything, catered to them, which I think was incredibly respectful and great. I don't know. It worked for this track. It was very good. I loved her, her little parts on it. Oh yeah. And like the music video doesn't even show like much of what she's done. Like the music video obviously shows like her incredible dancing and everything, but on the version of on the album, she sings a lot more. Cause when I, when I first watched the music video, I was like, wait, did they did they really not let her sing like hardly at all? <laughs> like, yeah, because I think in the music video, all she says is "Oh my my, oh yeah. my my." But the pretty reason, much the reason they did that is because that's the version that BTS will have to perform because obviously they're very rarely going to ever perform that with Halsey. Yes, which we saw on SNL last night. They had uh, backup singers to help fill in the gap that was left because Halsey wasn't there to perform with them. But they also performed with a live band, which was was incredible. Amazing. And different for them. I thought it was great. I thought it it sounded so good. It was very good. Very good. We're going to talk about, we'll we'll talk about, we'll talk about that. Sorry. No, 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 you're fine. (laughs) Um, So the next track is, you learned how to pronounce this word. So please pronounce Uh, it. Microcosmos. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, that I can't help but roll the R. I am not even like microcosmos. I I looked up a YouTube video and that's how they said it. <laughs> Girl, have you been listening to me say persona? <laughs> I don't persona. <laughs> persona. Um, I don't even know what accent I'm doing with that, but whatever. Um, okay, but that song, no joke. I was listening to it in my car. I have no idea what they're saying, but I legit cried my way through that track. Have you, have you not watched the... Oh. The lyric videos yet? No, not yet. Not yet. I haven't I haven't I haven't done it yet. I'm oh, gonna do it later. Just um, you wait. Oh my god. <laughs> I like cried my way through that song because it was so beautiful. It so is. beautiful. Oh, it's like one of my favorite songs. Okay, anyways. So the next song is Make It Right, which is actually a song that was helped like Ed Sheeran helped write that song. Yeah. I'm so, not exactly sure what part. Yeah, and he uh sorry. No, oh no, no, no. I was just saying I I don't know if it was the I know RM wrote the lyrics, but I don't know if Ed Sheeran helped him out with the lyrics or if he helped like produce the the music. Cause it does sound like an Ed Sheeran song. Not that it's like a ripped off Ed Sheeran song, just that it has like his style to it. Yeah, so I heard that he um he helped he helped with the song. I don't know. Like I said, he helped write it, but that could be wrong. Um, but I did hear that he sang some backup vocals on the song in Korean too. So, uh, he did some stuff with it. Um, but he's not featured on it. Like, like Halsey is featured on the, on boy with love. Um, so the next song is home. And this is a song that they wrote, uh, for, army for their fans because basically like i think the concept behind the song is that they feel most at home with their fans like their fans are their home 
So and when and when they're tired and lonely, they wanna they wanna go home to army. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because let me tell you, one of my favorite things about um BTS is that when it's late at night, they're uh they've been out drinking whatever you know where they go they go on their freaking can fan cafe and write messages exactly. <laughs> so you know <laughs> they come talk to army they they don't like <laughs> they they basically drunk text army <laughs> this is one of my favorite things because sometimes i'll like get up in the morning and i'll be checking twitter and i'll see uh the english translations from the the bts translation twitter account and they were like jimin was drinking some wine and was over on fan cafe again oh and people are like so basically army is who bts drunk texts yep and i'm like this is everything it's so, so they either when they're feeling lonely or they need somebody to talk to they either go on v live which they will live stream and talk to their fans about how they're feeling about different things or they go on their fan cafe and talk to their fans because they miss them. Yes. Uh, the next song is, I'm not sure. Oh, I looked I'm this going... up. It's, oh, oh no, hold on. I looked it up. It's French. Dang it. Is it Jamis Vous? That sounds, Jamis that's Vous? A... That sounds correct. It's like, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, it's J-A-M-A-I-S-V-U. Yeah. And I was so excited to hear that this song is sang by like a subunit. And yes. it's J-Hope, Jin, my, my boy Jin, and Jungkook. And you yes. know what? I love this song so much. It's so good. And like any song that starts with the Jin intro... It's going to be a good time because like he very rarely gets like to introduce a song. So this was a big deal. It was so big when I heard that he was um, that it was just the three of them singing on the song. I was like, this is everything. So good. It's so, so good. Oh, my God. OK. And the last song is Dionysus and uh, J-Hope helped write this song. And I believe he also helped write uh, the previous song too the song before that we just talked about yeah i think so um what was it somebody on twitter i forget who it was said like j-hope help help write this song we're like no wonder it's so like clean and hits all these like amazing like notes and points and different things with like how clean the lyrics are and just like how it just cuts like it's yes. just so good <laughs> it's very good j-hope oh j-hope he's so great Oh my god, he was so great on SNL. Him and Sugar. Oh my god, oh, very good. They were so, that's mm, so precious. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so those are the tracks on the album. So let's talk about the lead song. So this is where, so everything's just sort of been. It's been about the album, but a lot of the things have been talking about this particular song. Yes. So the lead song on the album is it's actually called A Poem for the Small Things, Boy With Love, featuring Halsey. So on YouTube, you just see Boy With Love featuring Halsey, but, like, there's a Korean phrase before Boy With Love. Yeah. And this song is actually a parallel track to their earlier song called Boy In Love from another album. School Love Affair. 
Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it's school love affair, but I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> Thanks, Chelsea. No problem. So this song, um, obviously, like we've talked about the music video already, has a music video. And actually, as of yesterday, they pretty much broke all of YouTube's streaming records that's ever been set. They, this video has the most views in YouTube history in 24 hours, most views in 48 hours. It was the first video to hit 100 million views in less than 48 hours. So basically, it wins all the awards. Yes. And they were uh, streaming it number one through, like, like this song was number one on iTunes. It's The album is number one on iTunes. The music video is number one on iTunes. It's number one everywhere. Where it wasn't, it's, like, they've never had number one songs at before. It was number one. Yeah. Like, ARMY, you did this. Yes. Like, you did this for BTS. And they are ecstatic. Like, I can't even imagine. And this all happened before they took the stage at SNL last night. Yeah. So talk about a nice gift. I'm pretty sure that's what Jungkook was talking about last night in his V Live. But obviously, like, the only parts I actually understood was when he talked in English. So yeah. I'm going to have to rewatch that with English subtitles. Same. Anyways, uh, Chelsea, what are your thoughts on this video, on this song? So... Obviously, I love it. <laughs> you do? I do. I do. Uh, it was fun because I had D Skype me and we watched it together. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun because we did that with both. We didn't do that with Idol, but like we did that with Fake Love as well when it premiered. So that was really fun. Um, so I love the Singing in the Rain parallels. Because that's actually like I love I love that movie, and the aesthetic and colors in this music video just make me so happy. Like especially the painting backgrounds that they have, like where J Hope's like dancing with the the lamppost. I would, it's mm-hmm. just it's gorgeous. Like I I want that up on my wall. It's so so pretty. It's just beautiful and bright and it's a homage to old Hollywood and obviously it's catchy as hell. Like I played it for Aoife and Aoife was like, oh my God, this is so catchy. And she said uh, a day later that she was driving home and she was listening to the radio and it played and she was just singing along to it and she didn't realize it until she was like well into it that she was like, oh, this is that BTS song. <laughs> so it's like it's very good i like it a lot how about you You know i've i've heard that from a lot of people what is it i told so nat uh my friend natalie she's a huge fan of halsey she loves halsey and i told her i was like (laughs) well i told her i was like oh my god you should listen to the new bts song like it features halsey and she sings in korean and it's amazing and she goes oh i'm gonna listen to it and she's like damn this song is catchy as hell and i was like yeah it is. It is. It's so good. And I was driving to work yesterday or Friday and I was listening. I never listened to Kiss FM, but I was like, I'm going to listen to them and hope that they play the song. And they were like, world premiere of the new BTS, like BTS featuring Halsey, Boy With Love. And then the song played and I like screamed in my car. I was sitting in traffic <laughs> and I'm like screaming because I've never heard a BTS song on the radio before. I know. Same. I'm so it excited. Was, it was so exciting. I was super disappointed in my FM because they were like, uh, Halsey sings on a new, on a new, like, 
song released by BTS, and then they played a Halsey song, just a Halsey song, and I was like, how disappointing Oh, are you right now? I'm surprised they did that. Yeah, me like, too, because they talk about BTS actually quite often on that radio station. Yeah. But anyways, I loved i love this song very much it's very catchy the music video was incredible like you said the colors were they made me so happy and everything that they did in that music video was freaking amazing and the dancing was on point and ridiculous and my like (laughs) it was really funny because like i was watching uh, them dancing and stuff. And there's like this part where they're doing the oh my mys mm-hmm. part and they do this like dance move and it's really quick. It's like a whole second. If you look and watch J-Hope's face, he is laughing so hard. <laughs> and right behind him is V cracking up. The two of them are just laughing super hard. And oh. it's just like for a quick second. It's so funny. Um, but they do these like ridiculous dance moves that people were like, isn't this something that Suga does all the time? Like when he's being crazy and we're like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Now, now they're all doing it. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Um, but the thing that I loved, so like I had mentioned before that I haven't really been, uh, I hadn't been a fan of BTS when people were, you know, theorizing and coming up with things of what they think all the, like, the message behind the albums are up until this point. So when they started releasing the teasers, I just, like, dove into Theoryville. It was, (laughs) I got deep, guys. Like, so deep to the point. I was like, you guys need to pull me out. I need to stop going on Twitter. (laughs) I'm in this black hole of Twitter threads and I need to get out. Basically, if if I was a Reddit user, I would have been, like, elbow deep, like, into theories about this album because the teasers didn't really reveal a lot, but people were coming up with some pretty fantastic theories about different things that were going to happen in this video. Like, they immediately spotted the Singing in the Rain uh, posters at the movie theater, and People were trying, because there's been a bunch of different things going on, like, leading up to this album. Like, they actually told us what the first song and the name of the album series were going to be in their intro video in 2018 at an award show that they performed at in Hong Kong. Yep. And no one knew that until they announced it, and they were like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen this before. Those, Those sneaky boys. Sneaky boys. How dare they? Exactly. Um, But the thing that I think that I ended up being surprised the most was I have watched this music video without English subtitles first, loved it, and then went back and watched it slash read the lyrics. And oh, my God, like I was in tears, like reading it. It was so just sweet. And basically, so I, I actually, I came across this tweet, which I asked this, this girl if I could talk about her tweet on the podcast, which she said yes. So um, cool. shout out to Mich- uh, at Michaela uh, Vasso. That's her Twitter handle. So she said, 
Um, I believe that the lyrics of the song Boy With Love have to do with all of the emotions which BTS feel for ARMY. As they have mentioned in their live shows, it means so much to them. And she's like, basically, this makes me really emotional. (laughs) And I was like, same, girl. Same. So basically, some of their lyrics they mentioned are like, I want to be with you for everything. Um, I'm not like that's something that. Uh, Jungkook sang and then J-Hope sang a a lyric that says I'm just gonna keep you safe and then RM said something like but your pain is my pain and basically like this song was just them expressing all of their emotions towards their fans that they like feel for them Mm -hmm. and it was to the point where it was almost overwhelming yes Um, so I actually wrote down the part of RM's part, the lyrics for his part, like the English translation and the part where he like, this part was super amazing with like way he looked with like his hat and like his umbrella cane and like BTS, the rest of them are like sitting on this couch, like watching him. And I'm like, this is everything. Dude, Jin is us in that moment. Do you see him just staring up at RM, just like with mouth open, like eyes wide? (laughs) I think in like an outtake or whatever, something or like a cut that they didn't show, he like pulls a rose out of his inner jacket pocket and and then throws it. Yep, throws it and then gets up and runs. (laughs) We are all gin in this moment. Exactly. Okay, but RM's like solo section of the song he says i'll tell you frankly sometimes i was a little stuck up elevated sky expanded halls sometimes i prayed uh let me run away but your pain is my pain when i realized that i vowed to myself with the wings of icarus you gave me not towards the sun but towards you let me fly like when i read that i was like oh i can't take it (laughs) why is my man so deep and so smart. <laughs> so w- one of the things that's always kind of like, I don't know, like warm my heart, I guess, is they talk about that ARMY gave them the wings to fly because one of their albums is called Wings. And ARMY has been, uh, I think it was Suga who was talking during one of the concerts during that time where he said... um, He goes, you guys have always been behind us, pushing us up this hill, like up this mountain that we've been climbing. He goes, but you're not behind us. You've been walking next to us side by side the whole way there. And he was like getting all emotional and stuff and like starting to like get choked up. And he's like, I'm just thank you. He goes, we've walked this whole journey side by side. Like no one's ever been in front or behind. It's always kind of been this hand in hand thing. And with this particular album, with this particular song, like it, they're saying that we gave them, the fans, the army, gave them the wings to fly, but they don't fly towards the sun. They fly to their home, which is army. <laughs> Brie Chelsea, it's okay. <laughs> Literal chills, Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, That's I'm just going to inter- go cry in the corner over here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> This is this is my interpretation. But the thing that like blew me out of the water. So leading up to this album release and even this announcement, there was this thing going on called Armypedia where basically they wanted the fans to 
use their phones and use like technology basically to tell BTS about what they were doing on every day uh, since their debut. So they basically released all of these puzzle pieces and ARMY had to go out and find them, whether they were online in an actual physical location or something, find them, answer the question, open the puzzle piece, and then write a memory. Mm-hmm. What were you doing that day? What's your BTS memory from that day in BTS's career? And the closer we got to this album, this hashtag started trending that BTS kept mentioning, especially Jimin a lot, was curious about ARMY. Yes. And people were like, I don't get it. Like, why do they keep asking us questions? Because they're like, what did you do today? Curious about ARMY. Yep. It was because of this freaking song. Exactly. <laughs> like, when Dee and I read that lyric, like, we, like, because we wa- we did the same thing. We watched it without subtitles, and then we watched it with subtitles. She immediately was like, screenshot, send it to our group chat. What the heck? <laughs> It was honestly like the very first line of the freaking song that Jimin yep. sings. It was like, uh, "How your how's your day? I'm cu- like I'm curious about your day. Tell me." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, text me, yeah. tell me about your day." And I was like, "You guys need to stop it." <laughs> it's just so sweet. So basically, like, there's so much stuff that they've been releasing that's been tied into this album release, and it's kind of blowing my mind. And I don't even know everything that's tied into it like uh what was it they kept mentioning april 11th like april 11th has been a very heavily mentioned day recently and it's the day that uh that singing in the rain was released so that was the day that the film was released back in their year and then also on top of that the save me comic Mm -hmm. has been just concluded on April 11th, the day before the album was released. And that's the day that Jin always went back to in yep. that album. I mean, not album, but in the in the, the comic, comic yeah. webtoon, comic, whatever it's called. But somehow, <laughs> from what I understand, is that Save Me ties into this whole damn thing. And I don't know why or how. <laughs> and it's so killing cool. me. Did you finish the comic? Did no, you finish it? I'm still in the middle of it. Oh my god, you need to get to the end because I'm just yeah. like, how can this end this way? Because it just like <laughs> ends, but there's another date in it that's given, and I'm like, why do I have to wait? <laughs> like, <laughs> Give it to me now. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> like, guys, I have a lot of unanswered questions, so yeah. help me. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess, did you want to talk about your notes or do you want to do questions about the album or is that part of the question? That's kind of part of it. Okay. So what's your favorite song on this album and why? Well, this goes to my notes. So, uh, me, I have to like say it once stupidly and then I have to (laughs) then pronounce it correctly. Uh, microcosmos which is obviously the third song, right? Yeah, third song on the album. Um, so Genius.com had some, like, impressive information for a lot of these songs because obviously, like, the, the titles of these songs are all, like, met, like, references to different things which then relate to their 
the theme of the lyrics of the song. So some information on that song. One, obviously, it's just beautiful. But two, uh, the title references the ancient Greek philosophy of microcosm, the perception of viewing humans as their own little world, and is used to observe humans in relation to the universe. And at the time it was first studied, cosmos translated closely to the modern idea of order. In a broader sense, microcosm studies the harmonious relationship of each individual in parallel to everything else, which continues BTS's narrative of self-discovery and persona. Good God. (laughs) Yeah. They need to calm down. But isn't that, like, such a cool, like, deep concept? Yeah, I mean, I also don't under- don't know what they're saying in the song, which is, I'm, I'm afraid now to, like, go and read those. I'm going to go read them, but I'm scared to read those lyrics and just, I'm going to be emotional I'm getting yeah, about it's, this. It's, like, a lot about, like, even though, like, we're in this, like, vast universe, we're all kind of, like, leading a like a similar path, but as well, like within that, our individual past, like there's this whole universe as well. At least that's kind of how I interpret it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also just like incredibly beautiful. It's funny because even though like RM is my bias and I obviously love a lot of like the rap and hip hop styled songs, I am, I have a big, like, I'm a big sucker for the vocal line songs like magic shop is obviously one of my favorites. The truth untold, like I'm a big sucker for like the really pretty songs. And this song is just like really pretty. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's just like one of those songs that you can just like visualize, like just pretty like twinkling stars when you listen to it. It's just, it's, it's just so cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite song? So I really like that song very much. I mean, obviously, like I was in <laughs> tears the moment yes. the song started playing. Um, but I think my favorite song on this album is the uh, uh, Jamis Vu. Yeah. That one. Like, it's so good. And also Diane. Uh, Dian- Dionysus is like just epic in ways I can't describe, but uh, I don't know. There's just something super beautiful about uh, Jamisvu. It's like Jin. I think that Jin a lot of time doesn't get it really enough credit by like just how incredible of a singer he is. And he deserves so much more. Honestly, he deserves the world. Let's just be honest. Like he does. Yes, he does. This combination of of J Hope, Jin, and Jungkook's vocals, like J Hope is a rapper, but he's also a vocalist too. Like he learned how to rap, and that's part of the big reason, like why he uh, ended up being able to stay in the group. Because there was this whole thing about like they wanted V to come in, but he's a he has a very deep singing voice as well as J-Hope does but J-Hope wanted V to be in the band so he basically learned how to rap and he learned from Suga and RM how to be a rapper and J-Hope 
is incredible as a rapper and as a vocalist. So I love the combination of hearing all three of their voices together, like the parts where J-Hope raps, the parts where Jungkook like has a little bit of rapping going on. And also like his vocals are incredible. Like Jungkook is the machina of this band. And that's basically like he's just super incredibly talented and can do everything. Yes. Guys, he can even paint. Like, I can't even deal with, like, Jungkook's talent. Like, it's almost yeah. too, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> no, it's it's never, it's never enough. Like, I love Jungkook. Um, but I just, I love Jin so much. And getting yes. to hear him intro and lead off a song and hear him, his strong vocal range in this song, it's just, it's everything to me, guys. It's everything. So, do you want to know what the title means? Yes, please tell me. So, say it again, because you say it, you say it probably better than I could. Jamisvu. Uh, Jamisvu. Uh, yeah, I can't say it. Uh, so, it comes from the psychological phenomenon for when an individual is doing something they're familiar with, but it seems foreign to them. It's the opposite of deja vu. Ooh. Yeah, so it's most associated with, like, reading common words or seeing people you know and momentarily not recognizing them. Uh, but this, this idea of not remembering familiar things has been prevalent throughout the BTS's ongoing storyline, most recently progressed in their Save Me webtoon, where they follow Jin repeatedly reliving, reliving the same day in attempts to change the fates of his friends. Are you killing me? Are you serious? This yep. is where this concept. <laughs> I'm dying. I need to get up and walk away for a second. <laughs> Katie, Katie. It's all right, Katie. <laughs> I'm dying, guys. You don't understand. That's what like that's why like I when I was reading this, I was like, dude, because I can't find like explanations like this anywhere else because it's too early. Like you know what I mean? Like I was looking all over YouTube. I was like, surely someone's made a video on like the explanations yet. And like, no, not yet. They will. But for now, genius.com is saving us. And I have one for uh, Dionysus. If you want to hear that as well. Tell me. I mean, my mind is already blown <laughs> because I was totally just sitting here wondering how save me correlates to this album. And literally it's the song that I like. Exactly. Just, I'm an idiot. Oh, you need to like sit and go through all the different lyric videos because it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so Dionysus, uh, the song celebrates shrugging off artist and media criticism about trivial things over a heavy beat in rap verse. Dionysus is commonly known as the Greek god of wine and grape harvest, something referenced in Persona's concept photos a.k.a. them with, like, the grapes, where they're like... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Girl, I know. <laughs> However, he is also the god of theater, insanity, and holy inspiration, which coincides with BTS's persona concept of character and self-discovery. Similar to how BTS were first considered outcasts for being from a small company, Dionysus was considered an outcast for being the only Olympian with a mortal mother. Since he was an outcast, he established a group of followers separate from the Olympians. He's known for entering a room and making everyone in his presence dance because his wine or his music and wine freed his followers from social constraint. 
And so, yeah, this song talks a lot about like, like it's like, I think like a lot of the lyrics are like about drinking, but obviously like it correlates to this. How, how cool, how cool. Thank you. Genius.com. Honestly, like, yeah, it's, this is what is so crazy about the concepts behind this album is that like, yes, the music is incredible and catchy and you can listen to it on repeat all day long, every day and not get tired of it. But there's just, it's so much more than what you think it is. And honestly, it's killing me. (laughs) It's just so complex. And like, there's so much, it's not just about listening to a song and being like, cool. It's like, you can do like research upon research and learn things about different cultures and history and philosophy and, oh, it's great. <laughs> BTS broke us, yeah. guys. We're broken. Um, but yeah, how many times have you listened to this on Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to this album? Well, unfortunately, I don't have Spotify premium, so I wanted to listen to it at least once all the way through the way it's supposed to be heard, like from beginning to end. So I did listen to it on YouTube, but mm-hmm. then I also listened to the, I, I watched the YouTube lyric videos and then I've also just been like listening to it on Spotify as well. So it's already been like, I've already heard the album at least five plus times, maybe and, like certain songs, like, obviously boy in love. I've heard like a lot. <laughs> And Persona. (laughs) Persona and Boy With Love, I've been listening to a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I basically, from the moment I got in my car (laughs) on Friday, I turned it on and I listened to it on repeat my entire drive. And and it took me two hours to get to work. So a lot. (laughs) So a lot. And then I listened to it a lot when I was at work. Um, I've been listening to this album nonstop, to be honest. I listened to it all the way through once before we started podcasting. So. Nice. Because nice. um, it's just Same. so good. It's so good. Um, yeah. Which, oh, you, you told me earlier that you don't know what version of the album you got. So. I don't know. I bought, I bought it on Amazon and it didn't give me an option to choose so it's just a random version coming my way but honestly like looking at all the concept photos i would be happy with any of them they're all oh, so good same they're super beautiful um i ordered version three uh from choice music here in los angeles it's a good uh, choice which i will stand choice music forever in case anybody wants to know yes. because they are amazing yes <laughs> um But I think so we think that that version is the one with the roses, which they when they released their concept photos, they did concept photos one, two, three, four. And three is the one with the roses. However, uh, Monster X did me dirty with the latest album release and released their concept photos out of order. So I picked the one that I thought I was getting. Turns out that's not the one I got because the one I wanted was version one, not three. Well, there are a million, I've already looked, like there's already a million unboxing videos. So if you really want to be sure, you could watch one of those videos. But I mean, if we're being honest, at some point, I'm going to own all four of them. So at this point, I want to be surprised. 
True. when I open my album. So, yeah. uh, which I have yet to receive yet. Um, as far as I understand, Choice Music will be receiving their albums to mo- um, the day this episode comes out. And then at some point this coming week, I will be taking a trip to Choice Music to pick up my album. Nice. And get my, I got a, I got a poster too. So I'm going to get my poster. I'm going to get my album and I'm going to get my freebies. I'm going to drown in BTS happiness. Same. I am ordering mine from Korea. So it'll probably be here when I get back from Amsterdam, which will be a fun treat for me when I come back. <laughs> yeah, girl. Uh, which will also come with a poster and freebies. At least I'm assuming it'll come with a poster. Last time I ordered from them, they I got a poster and freebies. So, uh, Are you talking about the poster that attacked you and me? The, the poster week? that, yeah, the poster that just like flew off the wall and attacked. <laughs> it's because I had the heating on, which clearly like took the blue tack off the poster it like just melted <laughs> exciting um is there anything else that you want to talk about this particular album before we move into the last section of our podcast i would just say if you've listened this far which i know some of our listeners do listen to our podcast regardless if they know the topic or not and if you've gotten this far i would say even if you don't like k-pop I feel like there are a lot of songs on this album that are fun and upbeat and good that I think you should definitely give it a try. Um, but if not, if it's not your cup of tea as well, then like that's chill. That's chill. But if there are new people listening who are listening to just this, cause it's like BTS. Hello. Welcome. We also talk about lots of other things. <laughs> we do. We do. And we're not like a... I feel like we've grown a lot since our last K-pop episode. Uh, well, we've only done one, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, since that last ep- like last and only episode that we did on K-pop, I feel like we've grown a lot since then. Like, grown how? Like, know. we know more artists. We know oh, more gotcha. about yeah. the culture. Like, we were babies when we made that episode. Yeah, we were trying not to, like, get deep on things because we had no idea uh, anything behind it. Um, Today I came to the realization that I need to chill on purchasing K-pop albums because there's no more room on my bookshelf. (laughs) Not my whole bookshelf. Oh, my God. That would be just one shelf. (laughs) One. One. One shelf. It's full now. Um, Yes. So I need to chill. But I have uh, successfully, up until this point, gotten all of BTS's albums and i now own all of stray kids albums so huzzah for me um but basically like what you said um if you guys are still listening at this point and haven't listened to a bts song like boy with love is a good place to start um this album is incredible it's very catchy the songs are great BTS is great. I think a lot of people have been exposed to BTS recently because of how big they've become in the media. They were literally trending. They were every like one through like however many spots on trending on Twitter was something about BTS on Friday and Saturday. So give it a shot. Like listen, it's okay if you don't understand. Um, Watch the watch the music video, turn on those English subtitles and 
watch slash read the song. There's also like so many different genres that they cover. So even if you aren't into the poppy bubbly kind, they have a lot of like harder hip hop. And if you're not into that, they have like a couple of rock versions or rock songs. Um, there's like such wide genres that they cover. So there's probably something that you could find that you could really enjoy. Yeah. Their discography is vast as we mentioned before, and they cover a lot of genres and different styles of music, even in their solo songs or their, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you like, if you want to listen to like RM's solo, it's called solo, right? Isn't that the name? Mono. Mono. Uh, You can listen to RM's uh, solo, like track, like his solo album that he released is solo EP called Mono, or you can listen to J-Hope's which is hope fun world hope world is amazing it's incredible people be sleeping on that album and they shouldn't be because it's amazing um but also like they have uh covers of songs and individual songs they've released on their soundcloud too so they have so much more than what's available on uh on itunes on google on google music on spotify they Released just like a bunch of solo songs um, all the time on SoundCloud. So if you want to check that stuff out, like you definitely should. And that's the only place I believe on SoundCloud or on YouTube that you can find Dang and (laughs) Born Singer. uh, Born Singer. Yeah. Born Singer and Dang are like two songs that it breaks my heart. You can't buy them. It breaks my heart that I can't listen to Born Singer as like in my like playlist because that's honestly one of my favorite songs and probably a song that we'll never hear them perform live ever again which is fine because it was a difficult song for them to perform because of the meaning behind it which we had talked about before which i will include the video for people to watch it because honestly amazing Yes. And honestly, that's the song performance that made me want to watch the entire Wings concert, like the whole Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. which I have because I'm a sucker and (laughs) I just eat this stuff up. And I am the person that they need to be like to be a fan because they're like, we released this thing. I'm buying it. Yes. Yes. No subliminal messaging needed. I you release it, I will buy it. Yes, Although exactly. I don't know if I feel the same way about the Mattel Barbie dolls. I'm oh, probably no will not buy those. Buy those. <laughs> that's a whole different topic that we should not get into. Anyways, so I think that's going to wrap up that part of the podcast. And the last thing that I kind of want to talk about is because I kind of had this. I'll let you talk first about how you feel, but I kind of had this like full on crisis about Mm. stuff and like I got real emotional about things both in our group chat and then I was like very vocal on my k-pop twitter that I started which I'm not telling anybody about so don't ask me um yeah I'm just kidding I mean I can share it if you want but probably not (laughs) only if you're a k-pop person (laughs) yes (laughs) don't ask me (laughs) don't at me because really it's just embarrassing (laughs) I'm just kidding Honestly, it just keeps the K-pop stuff off of my normal Twitter. Yeah, but exactly. K- kind of. I might have overboard on both my Twitter accounts uh, the <laughs> last couple of days, so I apologize for that. 
Um, anyways, so I want to talk about kind of our personal thoughts and feelings about why we love K-pop and why BTS has become basically like super important to both of us. Yeah. Well, I'll go first then. Uh, so let's see, what did I write earlier? <laughs> so K-pop is like, it's addicting in a way that I can't describe. I've never really been obsessed with music or a band or a group as much as I have like this. Cause I've always been into like TV shows where I like go down the rabbit hole of finding everything about everything and, you know, posters on my wall going on Twitter. But like, this is the first time I've ever really gotten deep into a band or just like a musical genre really. Um, because we, we don't just only obsess over BTS. We obsess over a lot of different groups and a lot of different artists. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's addicting and I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like there's just a lot of like with BTS specifically, there's a lot of positive messages and a lot of inspiration that I get from them that just like, it just keeps me in a healthy mindset Mm -hmm. that like music has never really done for me before. Like people always talk about like those artists or bands or songs that spark something in them to like change their life and to like make them, you know, a better person and like have a deep impact and like, you know, like makes you want to get like a lyric tattooed on your body, like that kind of thing. I've never really felt that before. Mm -hmm. Like I've always liked certain artists a lot. I like would support them, be happy to hear about them, listen to their music. Um, I've only gone to like a few concerts. I'm not exactly a concert person, but this is the first time that I've truly deeply been inspired by a group and their music. So that is what that means to me. Your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I, I have a tendency to kind of obsess about things, but not to the point where it's like, I think this is kind of a whole new level, not just of obsession, but of immersion into one particular thing. So I've talked about many times about how big of a fan of Harry Potter I am. And I have been for a very, like a big chunk of my life. And, you know, I had to have the books and I had to have, you know, different things from it and go to the, the park and watch the movies and buy different versions of the books and go on the tours, like whatever. Um, but when Harry Potter finished, like, that's it. Like, yes, there's more coming, but like with K-pop, it's something completely different. The level of constant new things that are coming out of this particular genre of music is almost overwhelming Yeah, to the point where it's like you will never be caught up. Um, Because just in like, yes, BTS released their new album on Friday, but we also got the announcement that Newest is coming out with a new comeback, that uh, 80s is probably going to have a comeback soon, that Pentagon just had one, 17 might have one, like the new groups just debuted or going to debut or whatever. So it's like constant new things are always coming out 
of this area. So it's, it's never just not one thing. Like I applaud the people that are solo stands that can just like be about one group and one group only and not really consume anything else outside of that. Like I applaud their willpower to not do that. Like I do not have the ability to not just like one band. I can't do it. And um, for me, music has always been something important to me. Like I love music so, so much. And like sometimes, you know, like when people ask you if you had the choice between being blind or deaf, like which would you choose? And a lot of times I think about um, like what it would feel like to not be able to hear music Mm -hmm. after being able to hear it. And um, so because music is just it's so important to me because you don't have to see the beauty in the world to be able to hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, some people might get mad about that. So I'm sorry if that offends anybody. No, I'm no, so sorry. That's, that's the way you see the world. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I, but like when I get really into something, I like to talk about it. And with, with like my family, with my friends and not everyone's into everything that you are. Like, that's just, that's just how the world works that yeah. people People have different things that they're into. Sometimes your interests overlap, which is how like I've become so deeply bonded with with Mimi and with Dee. And um like you and I have just immersed ourselves in this, like in this genre of music as well, including like venturing outside of that, you know, with like like I've always been into foreign films and and dramas and things like that, and then like you've just recently like dove deep into Korean dramas, even though I talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. and then also like you mentioned, like I'm reading from your part of the notes is Korean culture oh, yes. in general. So yeah. <laughs> this genre of music has kind of opened up a whole world that we didn't really know existed, um, and. I'm loving every moment of it, but unfortunately there are people in my life who don't feel the same way. Yeah. And it's like, I'm getting emotional. Oh my God. I didn't think I was going to get like emotional about this, but honestly, like I'm a crybaby, guys. But I do know this. I do understand why you're emotional because it's, you're getting like, like you're so excited. And obviously like anyone who's listening to this can tell like how passionate we are about this and you're like up here and then there are people in your life who are coming and just smacking that right down and that sucks yeah I get a lot of um like I've been getting a lot of criticism from my family like on Friday I came downstairs and uh to go to work and my dad was already awake and I was like, oh, my God, the new album came out. And it had already hit, like, before I even got up. Like, the music video had only been out for, what, like, three or four hours? And it was already at, like, five million-plus views. Like, it was already, like, insanely high. And I expressed that. And the first thing that my dad says is, you need to get a life. And, like, that was hurtful because yeah. the things that I'm interested in and the things that I love are just one aspect of like who I am. So the things that like we go through phases where we get super deep into things and when we're not super deep into things and things that we love and it changes over time. 
And a lot of times, um, like my mom will say, I can't wait for this phase of your life to be over. And, but the thing is, is like, to me, it's not a phase. Like before, before I really got into K-pop, like I'd go through phases of being really into Korean dramas and then like jumping back out and then jumping back in. And I'd go back and forth like that for a while where I'd like watch a bunch and then pull myself out and then jump back in just because like I needed a break or something. But for me right now, because there's so much to consume, I'm just constantly bombarded by everything. And I want to try to consume as much as possible. And like, uh, like we had said with like BTS, there's so much more to dig into that sometimes it overlaps beyond just listening to their music where, um, like you start to feel like personal feelings towards these people. And it's not like, uh, it's, we'll probably never meet them like in person, but how I feel about them succeeding, it's important to me. Yeah. And, like, I feel that way about, like, a bunch of different groups. Especially, like, just, like, most recently because, like, I want to see them succeed. Like, this is something that they want to do with their lives, and I want the best for them. And, like, I want to be able to express that kind of thing. Like, when my mom said, she was like, you're acting like these are your, like, your children. And I'm like... Yes, because I'm so proud of them because they've worked super hard and I want to support them. And like my my thing is, is that we're supposed to live like that's our big thing. Like like that people say all the time, like have been within the last like year or whatever is to live your best life, like live the life that you like want to live. And that's a big thing that like BTS pushes is to like love yourself to be happy to like not let anybody make you be any different than you already are and I did not expect to get this emotional like at all (laughs) um but like right now that's that's what I'm trying to do is like I'm trying to be happy with like, listening to the music that I enjoy. Like, it doesn't matter that I don't understand what they're saying, but that doesn't mean that I don't try to understand. Because there are people out there who will, like, Genius Lyrics, will, like, Genius.com that goes through and, like, puts together the concept and, like, the definition behind things so that you understand what they're trying to say. And there are Twitter accounts who their whole thing is to translate what they're saying so that everyone can understand because that's the thing is that there are other people outside of like that don't speak the Korean language that want to be a part of this world. Mm -hmm. Um, And that it doesn't matter that they don't understand because they try to help you like understand what they're saying. So like at their concerts, they'll have translators so that the, the audience will understand what they're saying. Like you see that a lot in their live performance videos or something from a concert that fans had recorded. Like when they're talking, they'll say something and then it'll be translated by the translator that they have there. So I saw that for their like Hong Kong concerts where they would say all these things like the different members and then somebody would translate it into Chinese for them or into Mandarin so that the majority of the audience can understand what's being said. And I'm sure that's what's going to happen at the concert 
in May that I'm going to go to. And it's just like, I want, all I want is for the people in my life to be supportive of the things that make me happy. Yes. Like, that's all I want. Yeah. Like, I'm happy consuming this music, consuming Korean culture, consuming uh, Korean dramas, because they're things that I like. And uh, that's why, like, I try not to, like, it sucks that I have to try not to talk about it in front of them or in front of other people because I don't want to hear the criticism Mm -hmm. for it. And, like, that sucks. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. Um, Which probably, like, it makes me super happy that, like, my friend Brian, like, he thinks I he's he tells me he was like, I think he's like, I think you're a little deep or I think you need to take a step back. But I mean, he's probably like right to a certain point, but also he's curious about why I'm so into it. Like when I was talking to him while I was waiting in line for the Mont show, he like Googled them because he wanted to know about them. So yeah. like he's interested in it because I'm interested in it. Mm hmm. Like, that's the thing is, like, he always asks me, he's like, oh, when's your big concert? Like, when's the big one? Because I talk about how BTS's concert is the, it's the big one for me. Yeah. And he's like, when is it? When is it? Like, when are you going? Um, Because he's excited for me because I'm excited. Yeah. And, like, that's how it should be, that the people in your life should be excited about the things that you're excited about. And it doesn't matter that they don't consume it they don't understand why you like it they just know that you do and that they should support that exactly like i'm hoping that things get better but also like i shouldn't have to constantly explain why i like it because like like you've you've said that a lot of their criticism is like, well, you can't understand what they're saying, so why do you even like it? Music is music. Like, mm-hmm. on a basic level, we listen to classical music, we listen to music that has no lyrics, and we still like it. We still feel something. We, they're still trying to convey an emotion. So even without being able to understand it the first run through or, you know, with just like the original Korean lyrics being sung, it's still well-made music that they've spent a lot of time and energy putting into to make and to convey an emotion. And then it's like you, you read it and you understand that emotion and it makes the song convey that emotion even deeper Mm -hmm. you know so it's like that that excuse or that like reason to not like it is just silly to me it's just that's i mean music is not like i can't tell you how how many times i've listened to a song that's in english that's in full english and been like oh i did not hear what the lyrics were at all Mm -hmm. like that is not why you listen to music no like you listen to music for the full experience and that full experience could mean looking up the lyrics to see what they say i mean no one said oh when despacito was the number one song of the entire country oh well i don't like it because you don't understand what they're saying no everyone liked the catchy beat they liked the vibe they liked whatever like 
it's the same thing. It's who cares if it's in another language? (laughs) Like we're in a world now where that doesn't matter. Yeah. We have our worldview is so much bigger. Yeah. And I feel like that sometimes is a difficult concept to try to like explain to people is that it doesn't matter that I don't understand it. Like I didn't understand half of the songs that I won the first, like I haven't read any of the English lyrics except for persona and for boy with love, but I straight up cried when I heard, uh, the song, the, your favorite song. Microcosmos, yeah. Yes. Um, I straight up cried listening to it because it sounds so beautiful. It and is. it's like you don't have to understand it to understand the emotion that they're trying to convey because you can get that in how they're saying the words, even if they aren't in a language that you understand. And I think that... I think the big thing about K-pop is that it's not just about the music is what it's become. That's what I've started to realize is that the members of the different groups, they make it very personal and they're very open with what they have to say, both like personally and it makes you very emotionally invested in the success of them because, and I think that's V Live's fault, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> and um, the V Live app gives us full access to like the members of the different bands and vice versa. Like it gives them full access to their fans because they're able to constantly live stream all the time whenever they want. Like just this morning, I uh, watched. Uh, Bang Chan from Stray Kids, like he did a V Live and he does it all the time because he has really bad insomnia. And he decided that the place that he wants to go when he has insomnia is to hang out with the other people who have insomnia, which are his fans on V Live. Now, yes, because they have so many international fans, it was six in the morning for me. Yeah. So it was me waking up and spending basically, I spent like an hour of my morning time with him and all he does is play songs the whole time like he talks and he talks about his insomnia and stuff but he did say something this morning that was like it was a super emotional way to kind of end his v lives which he doesn't normally do but he was listening to fix me by coldplay and that's already like an emotional song too but he was saying is that um he basically like said if you ever feel depressed or emotional or are upset about something or need someone find us come find stray kids. He's like, we will always be here for you. And I was like, God, you need to stop. (laughs) I was like, so it's, it's kind of that, that message is that like BTS comes to their fans when they need somebody to be around. Like Jin, one of Jin's pets passed away and he did a V live. And, like, talked about it and because he knew that he would get the support that he was looking for, that he gets, obviously, like, he gets them from the other members of BTS, but he knew he would get overwhelming emotional support from his fans. Mm -hmm. And, like, even though we don't see them, even though we probably will never meet them, if we do, it's we're very lucky that that happened. Um, 
but it doesn't mean that we don't care about them and their success and everything that they do. Like it's killing me just how much I want ATs to be successful. Like I want them to be amazing and to be incredible because they deserve it. Like we say all the time in our group chat, like these people deserve the world. Mm -hmm. Like J-Hope deserves the world. So does Jin and the rest of BTS and RM is like everything. Like these people deserve the success because they work so hard. Mm -hmm. And if we as the fans can do our small part to help give them that success, then I feel like we're just as much a part of their world as they are a part of us, even though we just listen to their music or watch their videos or whatever. Yeah. Go to their concerts. Like, this is why, like, them particularly and, like, the music itself is so important. And, like, I just need people to be supportive of the things that I like. But maybe reel me in from buying stuff. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, a way to, you know, be supportive and also be like... Oh, hey, Katie, I think you're spending a lot on <laughs> albums. But, like, I think that, like, if you have someone in your life that is truly getting joy from something, and it's maybe not something that you get, try to look at it from their point of view and see that if it's not hurting them, it's just giving them joy just be supportive because you have no idea how much that could mean to them. Like I cried on the podcast guys. (laughs) Yeah, no. And like, and that goes for like, that goes for K-pop. I mean, that's definitely big in like K-pop, especially like obviously in like the countries that we live in, not a lot of people listen to it. It's different for people. People don't really get it at first. Like my own husband, he's like, I just don't get it. I'm sorry. And I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. But at least he's still like, he understands that it makes me happy. And he's like, yeah, right. Okay. You and your boys go ahead. Like, (laughs) you know, and, but it could really apply to anything in anyone's life. Just if it's not hurting them, just let them be happy and just give them support, please. Yeah. And surround yourself with the people who will give you that support. And if they're not, supporting you then maybe those people don't need to be a part of your life um unfortunately it's my family which i was gonna say stop being a part of my life i was gonna say Um, you you do need your parents but but it's more of like i need them to just understand that it's something that i enjoy and that i'm gonna talk about it and then they should just be oh that's great instead of you know like rolling their eyes and being unhappy about this so i think that's going to wrap up everything unless you got anything else no, that's to perfect. say. Um, I hope I'm sorry that this ended kind of on a sad note, sort of that I got, I got super emotional guys it just happens. It's okay. We love K-pop. We love BTS. But <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. The show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc. You can also chat us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash teatimewithkc. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And lastly, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Geek2Geek Media Network by visiting geek2geekmedia.com. The Twitch stream subscription links for Capsule J and Troidal Power will be included in our show notes. And you can also chat with us in and everyone on the network in real time by joining our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links to those will be included in our show notes. And until next time, bye! Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.